Hey ladies, it's your girl Tara Lachey and today's episode is Do We Know His Word? Stay tuned. Today, I wanted to talk about knowing God's word. Let me preface this by saying that in no way, shape, or form am I trying to downgrade the fivefold ministry. I am completely aware that there are still people living according to the word of God. Yes, he gave us ministers and leaders. Even so, we are still required to get to know God for ourselves. You have to have your own personal and intimate relationship with the Father. My question for you is, do you know his word for yourself? Or are you solely relying on what the preacher has told you? Growing up, I always had a high respect for preachers. I have always held them to a higher standard. I am certainly guilty of placing them on a pedestal. In some instances, I was in awe of the anointing that had been placed on some of them. It was amazing to me to know that they were called by God and that he would speak to them. To be honest, I believed whatever they stated to be the truth. If they claimed God said it, then he said it. If they said it was in the Bible, then it was in there. To be honest, a lot of the time, I only opened my Bible when it was time for church. When I did read on my own time, it was a chapter or two, and then it was time for bed. During that time, my biggest flaw was giving people the benefit of the doubt to the point of being naive. I still give people the benefit of the doubt, but once you prove to me who you truly are, then that's pretty much the end of it. Even when I would notice things that they were doing weren't right, I still made excuses for them. Well, at least they are trying. When I was 27 years old, my eyes really started opening up to things, even though I was not saved. I was aware that certain things in the church were not right. I have mentioned in one of my blogs that I read the entire Bible as a teenager. In my case, I was simply reading for the sake of reading, not in order to gain a deeper understanding. I wasn't studying, nor was I trying to understand. I knew the basics. I knew there were people who faked being saved. Don't get me wrong. This is what I would refer to as blatant sin. You had to outright do something. That is when I knew that there was nothing to you. However, still in my 20s, I continued to give ministers the benefit of the doubt. In my blog entitled Falling for the Hype, I described a fake miracle that I had witnessed. In spite of the fact that the truth had come out about the entire scheme, the minister that orchestrated the whole thing 
stood in the pulpit, used scripture saying, touch not my anointed and do my prophet no harm. He also used the scripture about not rebuking elders, despite the fact that he was the one who was wrong and had deceived the people. We have been conditioned to refrain from saying anything even when it is wrong. Many people have instilled fear into you that something bad will happen if you speak out against their wrongdoings. In order to justify what they have done or are still doing, they misuse, twist, and abuse scripture. I realized this only after I began reading and studying his word for myself. What I was taught was in the Bible wasn't in there. I also realized that a lot of scripture had been taken out of context. These are what I refer to as my light bulb moments. Suddenly, his word made sense to me. He provided me with the wisdom, the knowledge, and the understanding that I needed. Don't get me wrong, I am still learning. God is still teaching me. How many of you know that when God teaches you, you are well taught? I stand by what he has taught me, what he has shown me, and what he speaks to me. I continue to pray to God to increase my understanding. Every time I reread the Bible, I learn something new. There is something I missed before, something that finally makes sense. It was imperative to learn not to rely solely on what I was being told, because they had a title in front of their names. Take the time to study the word for yourself. Spend time with God, getting to know him and his word. There is a lot of conflict since people still do not want you to speak out against what is wrong with the church. For whatever reason, people act as if there is no sin in the church. This is particularly true when it comes to these ministers. You better not say anything about their favorite prophet, pastor. Now, there is a way to do all things. If you see sister so-and-so out to eat and snuggled up with another man that is not her husband, you are not supposed to run all over town and spread it. Although God will allow us to publicly address certain matters such as false teachings, false doctrines, false prophets. I hope you get the picture. However, we are called to combat sin within the church as well as throughout the world. That is exactly what Jesus did. Why do you think they hated him to the point of death? What do you think Paul was doing in his letter to the churches? In the book of Revelations, addressing the seven churches, he still found sin in most of them. God's word has not changed. What I don't get is the Bible tells us that Jesus said not everyone that says Lord, Lord belongs to him. I am paraphrasing here, 
but I encourage you to read it for yourself. According to them, I healed, I preached, I prophesied, and cast out demons in your name. Then he will respond, depart from me, you workers of iniquity, I know you not. Exactly what is iniquity? It's sin. Iniquity is sin. In other words, not everyone is a child of God. It is written in the Bible that there are false prophets, false teachings, hirelings, and wolves in sheep's clothing. Even so, they become enraged with those of us who speak out against it. Again, it should be noted that this is not the case for all members of the body of Christ. There are still people who preach and teach the true word of God. However, we cannot rely solely on their teachings. For that matter, you can't just go off of what I am saying now. It is still necessary for you to get to know God for yourself. Pastors, leaders in general, are not allowed to stand before God in your place and give an account on your behalf. You will be required to give an account of your own actions. Some people hand over their whole lives to their leaders. That's where cults come in. Yes, they are supposed to be the watchmen over our souls, yet and still, you can't even pray for yourself because you need the pastor to do it. Learn how to go to God for yourself. Your leader is not always going to be there. It is true that there is no excuse when we stand before God. We cannot say, well, my pastor said this, or my pastor said that. My bishop taught this. It is so easy and so plain for me to hear God saying, why didn't you come to me yourself? Why didn't you get to know me? It is an individual journey. All of us have the same opportunity to develop a relationship with him. In doing so, we also learn God's voice as we become familiar with God's word. With so many different voices and false doctrines being preached out there, in this hour, it is extremely critical to know his voice. In 1 Kings 13, we find a prophet to whom God had given specific instructions. He was found by another prophet who claimed to have received a message from God. In spite of the fact that this word contradicted what God had already told him. As a result of this prophet's lies, he disobeyed God. It was through this same prophet that lied that the word came to him telling him that he would perish. In other words, when you truly know God's voice and his word for yourself, no one on this earth should be able to sway you from the truth that God has already revealed to you. Especially when it will result in your disobedience to God. 
it is so important that we are able to distinguish between the truth and the false. God has the true church and Satan has the false. This is also why the, the Bible tells us, know those that labor among you. We should know them by their fruits. As you will hear me say a lot, there is so much that I love about the Bible. One of the things that I love is when the Pharisees, Sadducees, scribes, chief priests, you know, the higher ups, would kick against Jesus and his teachings. I absolutely love how quickly Jesus would snatch them up with the word of God. What they thought they knew or attempted to impose each and every time, Jesus would set them straight. The true meaning of the word would cause them to become furious, angry to the point that they wanted him dead. That became my prayer some time ago. It is my desire to be so well versed in the word of God. Rather than simply quoting it, I want it to be in my heart so that I can live it daily. You can quote scripture all day long and still go to hell. Holiness is a lifestyle and we must live it every day. My understanding of the word will not be influenced by false doctrine, but rather by knowing it for myself. I continue to pray that God will teach me all that I need to know. I am no longer relying on what men say just because they have a title in front of their names. What does God say? What does his word say? Does it line up with scripture? Despite what I have said, I encourage you not to rely solely on what I have expressed. It is my sincere hope that you will come to know God for yourself. I promise that if you study his word, he will open it up to you. How can I make that promise? Well, he did it for me. He wants a relationship with you. It is his desire that you come to know him, but you must first choose to do so. God is not going to force himself on any of us i want you to know that he is waiting just for you again i ask you today do you know his word remember that god loves you and so do i with the love of christ until next time you guys take care mm -hmm.